Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the JM Special, where I talk about Magic the Gathering, Warhammer 40k, Dungeons and Dragons, and other aspects of minority life. My name is John, and I will be your host for this Warhammer Wednesday. I'm going to delve into Warhammer 40k, specifically around Kill Team. I'm going to talk to you about terrain, and starting off in both of the games, what you can actually build, and what I'd recommend you get started off with as a bare-bones prospect into the game. So get ready to buckle in, and we're going to jump in after we hear a word from our sponsors. And welcome back. So when you're jumping into Warhammer 40k and Warhammer 40k Kill Team, you're going to come to find and realize that you put a lot of effort, time, and energy into looking into the models that you're putting together. You're trying to figure out the best war gear option. You're trying to figure out how you can kit bash and convert some of these guys to turn a Primaris Intercessor into a um, Primaris Librarian or into a um, Lieutenant or something along those lines. What a lot of people fail to realize, though, is that you actually need some terrain for your models to have. So what is the point of actually getting onto the battlefield if there is no battlefield to fight over? If you're just shooting models at each other in open terrain, some army's gonna do great. Tau will probably have a blast. Imperial Guard will probably do okay. Orcs maybe will have a bad time. So what I would highly recommend is if you're jumping into these games, make sure you have some terrain. And this is where I've actually gotten some emails from some of my listeners and they're trying to figure out, okay, well, how much terrain should I start with? You talked about, you know, going cheap and trying to help people that way. And you're trying to talk about like one box armies, things along those lines. This is more the demographic that I focus on. If you're just getting started and you don't have a bunch of money, how do you go and get terrain? Well, I'm going to share with you a few things that I would say is a good practice for you to start off with. The first step is if you have no terrain whatsoever, but you do have models, go ahead and do some floor hammer. Now, when I'm talking about floor hammer, I'm meaning that like you can literally play with your models on your floor, uh, be it in the kitchen, be it in the basement, be it in the living room, or even just on a table. You can play floor hammer on a table. But what your intention is to use terrain like textbooks, um, use cups, you know, different, you know, bed sheets or whatever you can find that you can kind of move up and mold mold around you really want to kind of use whatever you have on hand um, because getting in there and just trying out the game make sure that you have some pieces of terrain to help you out there and just using whatever you have works great my buddy and I we literally played on his kitchen counter and uh, we used uh, I think crown royal box some different um, cups that he had and I don't know, I mean, and like I think a candle holder or something along those lines. So we use those to act as our pieces of terrain and we fought the battle that way. There's absolutely nothing wrong. It doesn't take a lot of the fun out of it. What I would recommend though is that if you are adding terrain, make sure that you have terrain that are good line of sight blocking terrain. Things that you can't necessarily see through, um, things that are going to help obscure your models, that's a big big good idea. Um, using things like boxes are super handy and I'm going to talk about that a little bit on the next side of things but when you're playing make sure you try to have things that are I would say around less than five or six inches tall. Most models cannot move six inches. Actually no, I want to say the average model could move about six inches but you have some like the death guard that can't. Poxwalkers can only move four inches so they'd have to advance in order to even get on top of something that is five or six inches tall. So keep that in mind when you're choosing things to be your terrain um, and you're playing floor hammer. Just try your best to make sure that you have things that are good line of sight blocking 
but are easy enough for models to get on top of if they decide to go that vertical route. The next step up from that is where you actually get your hands dirty a little bit. And this is pour hammer. Now pour hammer is similar. You can use boxes, you can use whatever you can find, but the intention is you're trying to use this recycled material to look more along the lines of something that would act as the actual terrain you're trying to portray. For instance, I took some cardboard boxes, cut them, pieced them up together, and then I made sure to add some PVA or Elmer's glue to it and uh, made them look maybe look a little bit like ruins. I added some doors and some windows, so um, that way they had the shape of what would be a damaged building. Um, it didn't have the color, it didn't really look like it fit the grimdark universe, but it worked as far as the shape. It made it look like it was supposed to belong there. So keep that in mind when you are building. Your stuff's not gonna always look the prettiest, but as long as it has some semblance of what you're going for, that's huge. Um, empty pill bottles can be decent for like containers or supply generators or whatever, but they're great obscuring terrain. Um, so look around the place, try to figure out what you can do to kind of piece things together, mix and match, and make yourself some poor hammer terrain. Poor hammer plus is where you go through and you do that same process, except now you put even more effort into it. You add some paint, you add some different details that wouldn't have been there beforehand to try and make it look like it resembles more of the grimdark universe that you're playing in. The biggest thing I can recommend on this is if you are going Poor Hammer Plus, you're adding colors, try to get yourself some grays, maybe some browns. Um, some greens doesn't hurt either, uh, but when you are making your different terrain, Make sure that if you have a big piece of terrain, like a larger ruin or like a um, industrial like rig or a drill or something along those lines, try to add more small details to it. Trust me, it's gonna make things a little bit easier. The more small things you can add to it that are detailed, it'll take everybody's attention to the smaller details and not the fact that you're playing on a cardboard box that just got pieced together differently. There are tons and tons and tons of YouTube videos out of people making terrain out of scratch um, and using different pieces like cardboard or chipboard or foam insulation board. Like literally there's, there's tons of different ways to go through and build it and whether or not you are playing in more of a fantasy setting for like D&D &D or whatnot or if you are playing in 40k, you have options there. And then finally, the last spot, the most expensive side of things, you can buy terrain directly from Games Workshop. Now, they sell terrain in different boxes and sets, um, but keep in mind that literally their starter sets, like the first strike box or even the recruit edition, the little terrain you are getting is the box it comes in. So, in a way, Games Workshop sponsors Poor Hammer, but it's really up to you. I mean, granted, there's graphics designed onto it there, so it looks like it's supposed to fit the universe a little bit more. I still use my First Strike, like, containers box, um, but really it's up to you on what you decide to use. Um, Games Workshop, though, they sell their plastic pieces that you can put together. Most of it, I feel like, is scattered terrain. They do sell some ruins, some bigger, like, buildings, but... For the most part, you're going to find a lot of things like um, shipment containers or barrels or crates or maybe like forklifts or drilling rigs, things along those lines, uh, pipes. You know, a lot of it's not necessarily going to be like huge buildings, which I feel like a lot of people jump into, um, but a lot of it's going to be more focused around that scatter terrain and giving you something to be close to to help protect your models, which is great for kill team and still good for big 40k depending on what kind of table you're playing on 
just know that you're going to need to paint these things. You're going to need to cut them out of their sprues. You're going to have to uh, make sure to get all the glue that you need to make sure they get fit right. And chances are you're probably not going to have the ability to be as creative with them as they already have pre-designed molds, which is great. They have great detailed molds. You can tell it definitely fits in the universe. All the skulls and insignias on there makes it look like it's supposed to be in 40K. Um, but keep keep in mind that you know you're not going to have as much freedom with these things but they're pretty decent if you don't have a huge creative mind that terrain piece that games workshop sells should work out pretty fine for you so now you're probably wondering okay you've told me the different steps you got floor hammer poor hammer poor hammer plus and then buying directly from games workshop what else should i do well there are other third party you know terrains out there for futuristic um, some of them are good, some of them are bad. There's different reviews out there. Shop around and look around if you want to go that route. Again, if you're not in the most creative space or you don't have all of the tools or materials available or even just time to sink into a project like you would have to for Poor Hammer Plus, instead, you know, focus on buying what you need. But whether or not you are buying or you are building um, or you're just, you know, doing floor hammer, what I would recommend to try and do is I would try to have two kind of like terrain pieces that are similar to ruins. I love ruins for the simple fact that it looks like buildings. It looks like it's in a war-torn landscape. Um, but it has different keywords you can have into it for Big 40K and for Kill Team, it allows your models to be inside of them and usually shoot out like a window or a door and still be obscured, make it look like more of a realistic like conflict, a, a more realistic firefight in ways. The chances of a soldier just charging somebody on open ground is probably less than a soldier that's gonna sit up on a perch in a ruined building trying to snipe away at foes. So what I would say is if you're getting started, what I would recommend doing is have at least, and this is for Kill Team, granted you can do the same thing for 40K, but Kill Team, this is where you start, Start off here and accumulate your terrain pieces as you go along. As you go into your season years of playing 40K, you're gonna acquire more, you're gonna build more, so keep this in mind, but start here. Get yourself two ruins. Um, literally, it can just be the two like L-shaped buildings with maybe a door or some windows punched out of them. Use those for the board. Then add some scatter terrain to the board. Scatter terrain being like different barrels or crates or small little pieces that don't necessarily always hide the entire model, uh, but can hide part of the model. This is pretty handy for Kill Team because all you have to do is obscure even a small little piece of the model's foot from the shooter and you now have a minus one to hit. So look at those, have two ruins, and then I would say probably I'll tell you, at least two or three groups of like four scatter pieces. So like four barrels will be one group. And then add those into the battlefield. If you have those, you can mix and match. You can add these things wherever. You can make the battlefield look a little bit more random each time you play and have a lot of fun with it too. So get creative, get out there building. Hopefully that helps you out a little bit on where you should start with terrain and the ways that you can actually use terrain when you are playing 40K. And again, if you don't have a lot of capital to invest, Floor Hammer is still fun. Um, you don't have to be worried about it, but it is pretty handy if you are going in and jumping into um, the Poor Hammer side of where you're building yourself or you're getting GW. So with that one, I will talk to you guys later and you have a great rest of your day. We'll see you on the next one and feel free to reach out to me at the JM special at gmail.com or the real Jay Ham just about on every social media platform there is. Anyway, have a good rest of your week.
Bye.